welcome to this inspiring message brought to you by Kingsword Media Outreach, a part of Kingsword Ministries International. We hope this teaching inspires you and transforms you into all that God has destined you to be. Please stay tuned for more information about Kingsword Ministries International following this message. May God bless you as you listen. for a minute welcome someone beside you to the left and to the right as you take your seat in God's presence hallelujah this morning I'm going to preach and not teach as the Spirit of God would give me utterance and I trust that in the few minutes that we have there will be an overflow of God's power in this uh, auditorium this morning and everyone joining online you're welcome as well I would like you to just stay connected there will be a move of God's spirit in this house this morning and I just hope that your heart is ready and ready to receive can someone shout hallelujah come on shout it like you mean it glory to God we have touched on six principles for navigating new territories from the beginning of January. The first principle we talked about was that you know that it is not about you and that the only reason you matter is because there is a matter you must fulfill. Someone Tell someone the only reason I matter is that there is a matter I must fulfill. Say it again. The only reason I matter is because there is a matter I must fulfill. And the second principle we talked about have the ability to see change before it comes. And those who see change before the change comes are the ones who are leaders of the change. They play a great part in the change. All right. And then the third principle is that everything that exists in this natural world is a product of a supernatural encounter so the fact that there is a natural part does not deny a supernatural encounter the fact that the i can give you the formula to how to uh, move from point a to point b does not mean that there is uh, not a natural a supernatural purpose behind it and number four god's existence does not replace man's responsibility God gave man uh, the responsibility to look, to uh, keep the garden, to walk in it, and then to keep it. So because we know that there is God, sometimes we are unguarded, we are indisciplined, and then we don't, we're not creative, we don't apply our cognitive abilities because we know that God is there, all right? So God's existence has not replaced our ability to think creatively. I had Bishop say one time that, I think more than I pray. In fact, he actually says, I think pray. When I pray, I think. So when I'm praying, my thinking is not outside my prayer. My thinking is inside my prayer. So I think pray. So my creative ability to think does not take away, or rather my ability to pray effectively does not take away my ability to think effectively. So I don't pray blindly. All right, I pray on purpose. So the, uh, we talked about um, number five, that know what is expected of you. You learn, you study, you research. 
you find out things don't be uh, one who is not igno- who is ignorant develop yourself know things about your field know things about the areas um, that you are called to find out how you can do things better how can i improve on this thing how can i um, um, be better in this area and it's it's no um, it's amazing that this January in the ministry we're taking time to train our leaders globally and here in this church as well we are training the workforce uh, all through January in the Elevate service. So we are deliberate about growth. We don't we don't just want to grow, we want to grow deliberately. We want to grow um, in measures. We need to be able to measure our growth. Okay? And then we talked about asking for help. That you have to ask for help. You can't just be there on your own. No man is an island. God has set people around you to help you, to be with you, to um, point you in a direction that you should go. And there's sometimes in your life that you would need collaboration. You need the help of people. Alright? So if people want to help you, how would they help you if you don't ask for help? Alright? You're not too big to ask for help asking for help is not a sign of weakness asking for help is is uh, is sometimes is a sign of strength all right you can't do it on your own um jesus would would um uh, perform a miracle for um the disciples and the bible says they beckoned onto their partners in the other boat to come and help them to you know sometimes you would need help all around you and god has put people around you to help you i want to say very quickly that in asking for help you need to know the kind of people that god has put in your life not everybody is um is is obliged to help you in a particular way understand me very carefully okay not everybody's obliged to help you in a particular way the fact that you have the contact of the csp of the whole of potakot or wherever doesn't mean that when you get on the road and you just hit someone the next thing you're calling csp no there's a kind of problem that csp will solve someone hearing me there's a kind of problem that the ig will solve so because someone hits you by the road and you have the ig's number you say i will tell you who i am today hello ig hello ig somebody just hit me that's an abuse of the help that's an abuse if i'm the ig i would just put your phone number block or do not pick again because you have misused the kind of help you need me as an ig to solve federal problem you understand what i'm saying let's the federal police come to arrest you then call the ig do you understand what i'm saying so there are certain people in your life that god has put deliberately in your life god brings them for a season but not for that season just to stay there when the time comes they will appear all right there are people like that even financially as well not everybody in my life that god has put in my life that can help me if i need um um, 20 million no i may have some people that i i have people in my life right now if i have a 20 million problem i can call them but because I know that they are 20 millionaire capable, doesn't mean that if I have a 50,000 problem, I start disturbing them. What I have done is that I have killed the opportunity in the future for the 20 million. Are you understanding what I'm saying? So when you profile people in your life like that and know that God put them strategically for different phases of your life, you know how to maximize the help. You are never without help. Never ever without help. God has put people every step of the way to help you. All right, because he's deliberate about it. And today, the the principle in my heart that God has said for me for us today is very simple. Follow the sound of the spirit. Follow the sound of the spirit. 
follow the sound of the spirit there are many sounds everywhere there are sounds everywhere in this house there is a sound in 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 this country there is a sound what i mean by sound is that i mean the direction of the move of the spirit of god no matter how clever you are no matter how wise and intelligent you are you cannot take away the sound of god's voice you can't take away the direction the leading of the spirit in knowing in your heart that thing that is inside of you that defies logic that defies principles where you have applied all the principles known on earth you've applied all the uh, uh, business school ideas and applied everything there is something about the sound of the spirit it does doesn't make sense naturally but it makes some sense in the spirit so I'm trying to tell you that in this journey of life in 2022 after you have applied all the six principles we've talked about there is one particular one that if you miss it you can miss every other thing if you miss it you can miss every other thing it's the sound of the spirit the inner intuition of the Holy Ghost nobody will teach you that one nobody will 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 will, will sit you down and begin to explain to you it comes by fellowship it comes by intimacy it comes by prayer it comes by study it comes by the word it comes by amassing yourself in the presence of God so that when things begin to happen you just know inside of you that I need to do this I need to do that without anybody telling you you just feel feel that intuition or oh, I just feel I should go to this place I should do that thing I should do it like this there is no logic to it there is no mathematical formula to it you just know it's coming from inside because you spend time in the presence of God so much you've rubbed off on him the anointing of God is all over you the presence of God is all over you you know the principles you know the calculations but something inside of you just tells you that this is the way to go so in navigating new territories this year one thing you must not miss out is the sound of the spirit how is that sound coming to you the sound comes in different ways for some people when you are praying you hear that sound for some when you are studying the word you hear that there are two primarily uh, two, two ways primarily that that sound comes it comes through prayer and it comes through studying of the word. So in prayer, you are there in the presence of God. And you are talking to God, communing with him. Without anybody saying anything. You know the plans. You've strategized. You've put forth the business principle. You've drawn up the ledger. You've drawn the accounts. You've drawn everything. But something inside of you just tells you. It just doesn't feel right. I don't know if you've been there before. It just doesn't feel okay. Something is wrong about this thing. But mathematically speaking, one plus one will give you two but this time around you're just there in the presence of God and one plus one does not seem to give you two but everything about it says it's two but something inside says it's not two I'm telling you this year that's the thing that will deliver you your calculations will be right hear me someone your calculations will be right but your intuition will say no but the moment your intuition says no you better forget your calculation and follow the intuition of the spirit Forget the calculation. You would have tabled everything, done all the business plan and everything. All the numbers are correct. Everything is accurate. It is going to land you here. You've made the projection. The projection says, this is where we are hitting this year. And then one intuition just says, you know what? Cancel everything. You can't explain it. You don't know what's wrong. You've gone through the books. Everything seems to be okay. I mean, they've offered you the job. Everything seems to, everything checked out. The pay is fantastic. Everything is good. And the next thing is for you to just pack your bag and jackpot. And then suddenly, 
you just don't feel okay. You just don't feel okay. And you begin to wonder. The next thing most people would do is, Satan, I bind you. I bind you. Satan, I bind you. Why? Because this is good. Everything looks perfect. But look, sometimes you're binding Satan, but God is standing there. You're binding Satan, but God is standing there. At that point in time, logic will not make sense. Calculations will not make sense. What you need is to draw from the residue in the spirit. That thing that is inside, that no one will teach you about, that thing that is just there, residing inside, that knowing in the Holy Ghost, that I don't know how, I don't know when, but I just know that this thing is like this. And the moment you make that decision, it just looks like maybe a week after, a few days after, with the benefit of hindsight, you now begin to see that, oh, I think I made the right decision. I think I made the right decision. Without knowing. Without knowing. I shared the story here before. When, 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 I would, uh, um, when I came to the city, and I was looking for where to stay. And Dr. C said, K said, you know, get a place somewhere um, um, far, far away from where you were. Um, so that the, the people, I, I was pastoring a church for one of his sons um, in his absence. He had to go to South Africa for about three months. So when I came into the city, Dr. K said, you know what, just go there, pastor the church while that person is away um, for about three months or so. So I was there pastoring the church and I had bonded with the people, lovely people. We had bonded so much. And then, then when, when we were going to start the Kingswood Potakot, Dr. K said, you know what, I want you to get a place that is as very far from that church. He said, the reason is because I don't want the people um, to attach to you. And then the next thing, they all just follow you. Which they would have gladly done. Because we had bonded so much. You know, they kept calling me and asking me, Pastor, when are you starting? I said, don't worry. Stay where you are. I don't need to take a bunch of people away from another ministry because I want to start another work that God is calling me to. No, I don't need to do that. I said, stay where you are. So I was thinking, where do I go? Where is far enough? I didn't know anywhere in the city. So I... I, I, I Principle. So I began to use my natural, uh, um, 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 you know, instinct. I searched Google. Uh, give me all the places in Portacot, and they began to give me uh, call all the places for me, listed everything and all that. Rumor this, rumor that, rumor that, rumor that, everything, and GRA all sorts. I said, okay, where am I going to stay? Where am I going to stay? So, so I was looking at the whole thing, praying in the Holy Ghost, praying in the Holy Ghost. I just saw this place witching. So I called someone, a pastor who, is, who used to be in Portacot. I said, can you tell me where I should stay in, in, in Portacot? Oh, he said, yes, GRA, mentioned some places like that. And he said, many places. But he never mentioned Woji. So I said to him, I said, what about Woji? He said, oh, yes, my sister stays there. I said, ah, is that not the first place you should have told me? He said, it didn't occur to him. It didn't occur to him, but it occurred to the Holy Ghost. It's not man's thinking, but it's the spirit direction, the sound of the spirit. So he hooked me up with the agent and we began to look for a place around and everything. And then the next thing, we got the place and it was good. And I said, okay, fine, this is the place. My wife flew in, we checked the place, said, oh, this is the place, let's just stay there. And that was it. The same thing here, trying to start the church here, looking for a venue everywhere. Looked and looked and looked and looked, got tired and frustrated. 
and stepped into this place. And then God said, this is the place. Which happened to be the most expensive of all the places that we saw. But there's something about intuition. When that intuition comes, it defies logic. It defies logic. There are just two ways that that intuition comes. One is by prayer. If you are a person of prayer and you are giving in to prayer a whole lot, you rub off on the aura of God. When you rub off on that aura, it begins to affect every area of your life. Even after you have calculated and planned, the intuition of the Holy Ghost just tells you, move in this direction, move in that direction. It says you will hear a voice behind you saying, this is the way. Walk in it. When you turn to the left or turn to the right, you will hear a voice saying, this is the way, walk in it. So that intuition is there. You spend a lot of time in, in prayer, in the presence of God, talking and communing, enjoying, basking in that atmosphere. Even the th decisions that you have taken, things that look like they have gone wrong, God finds a way to begin to navigate them into the right because you are staying in the place of prayer. You are staying in his presence in the place of prayer. He begins to find a way to navigate them into the right. And then secondly, the word of God. When God's word totally and completely saturates your heart, it's difficult. The Bible says that the entrance of the word brings light, brings light, illumination, understanding to the simple. And it says the engrafted word, the word that sticks to you in James, is the word that is able to save your soul. To save your soul. So I don't have to bother about what's happening on the outside. What I need to bother is what I'm feeding the inside. Is someone hearing me? What I'm feeding the inside. So I'm not concerned about everything that is happening. All I just need to do is keep pushing in the right word. Pushing in the right word. Pushing. The more I feed in the right word. It has the power in itself to bring down every darkness. So I don't need to talk about the darkness. All I need to do is talk about the light. The more I talk about the light, the darkness dispels. The more word I get inside of me, if you're trying to deal with certain things, habits and things like that, just keep getting in the word. Soak it in. Once the word is full, the Bible says when the clouds are full, they empty themselves on the earth. When you're full of the word, things begin to drop and change on their own. Character begins to form things inside of you begin to take shape in the spirit because you're full of what you've allowed yourself to be saturated with that word if I take if I take a bottle of dirty water and I a glass of water and it's very dirty very very dirty and I say drink it would you drink it's quite dirty there are all kinds of things in there. You can see the algae and all sorts. And I say, drink. Would you drink it? No. If I take another glass of water, just about half a glass, and I pour it inside, would you still drink it? But guess what? If I plug a hose from a tap and I put it there and I continue to pour, I continue to pour. I continue to pour. What happens at the end of the day? 
the clean water gets in, dispels the dirty water to a point where it's now drinkable. That's what happened with God's word. When you keep taking in, you don't, don't bother yourself. Oh, pastor, I'm struggling with this. This is happening. That is happening. I've been confessing. See, just stay with the word. When you stay with that word, it has the power to produce what it's saying. The problem most time is that we just take half a glass of water of the word and pour it in. I say, it has not changed now. It's still dirty. It's still dirty. But the depth of the dirtiness determines how long you will stay with the clean water. It determines how long. So certain things in our lives are so out of point and out of place that you just want to just wish that, oh, the pastor will just wave his hand like this and all these things will just go away. I wish I could do that. Out of the love in my heart, I wish I could just say, ah, Kola, stand up right now. And I say, just wave. And you just turn around, turn around, turn around. The next thing, you just be chilling with the big boys in a billion dollar, billion dollar way. I wish I could do that. I wish I could do that. I wish, no, honestly, I wish I could do that. But sometimes it takes you staying with the word, believing that this thing is true. I mean, I've talked to myself several times. I've opened the word, but this is what the Bible says. How come it's not happening? What's going on? God, what's going on? I'm looking at it. Ah, is this not it? This is it now. Ah, this is the prophecy. This is the word. What is going on? I begin to stare at it, look at it. I confess it. I declare. I, I wake up in the middle of the night. I'm looking at it and staring at it. I'm murmuring and praying. Oh, this is what the word says about me I believe it I receive it guess what after a while the word sinks inside of you it becomes life when you leave that place you leave equipped such that the day the miracle will happen you may not even have said one one word of prayer because you are so full of it you just see, I remember my pastor was saying um, um, some time ago they were trying to, to conceive and they, they had not given birth for about nine years or so. They had done everything, everything they had done. They have prayed, fasted, done medical, all kinds of scientific, everything. Abroad, home, everywhere. The wife said one day she was studying God's word. The same scripture she has been reading many times before. She saw it that day that particular day there's always a day that comes when the word becomes life if you stay long enough you will see the life in the word it's living and it's active if you stay long enough you will see it she got to that day and she said she read that scripture and the scripture says according to my endless expectation and desire and boom she knew i've got it I've got it. She left that place. She knew that day that she was pregnant. She knew that day that she was going to conceive. She knew that day that everything had changed. Not by anything, but by the word. When the angel will come to Mary, it says, what did Mary say? He said, be it unto me according to your word. He said, how shall these things be? The power of the Most High will overshadow you. What looks impossible. When God's word comes, it becomes possible. And then she received it and said, be it unto me according to your word. When that word comes, it comes to give life. It comes to give hope. But you stay in it. You stay in it. It's the sound of the spirit. And once you hear it, you refuse every other sound. No matter how long it takes, you refuse every other sound. Every other sound. I wish I can tell you that look, 
buy this. I know people like that thing. Pastor prophesy. I was driving this day. I saw a billboard. Say, mommy prophesy. I said, maybe I need to change our handbills to pastor prophesy. But people like that. They want to say it. By this time tomorrow, everything will change. By this time tomorrow, you will be riding a bench. Amen. It's good. The Mercedes is good. But hear me. There are certain things that take time. Understand it. There are certain things that take time. Pastor, are you saying that God doesn't do 24 hours miracle? He does one minute miracle. But there are other things that takes time. And God wants you in his presence. Not seeking for the miracles. But seeking for him. If you find him, you found everything. If you found him, you found everything. So you are not after whether it happens today or tomorrow. You are after the fact that I've got Jesus and I've got it all. No matter how long it takes, I know I've got it all. Even the sickness is going to kill me or, or deal with me. I don't care. I've got Jesus and that settles it. So you are not bothered on the when or the how. But you know you've got the spirit and you've got the word inside of you. And that settles it. I was watching a preacher the other day on TBN. The guy was riddled with cancer on his face. Everything on his face. And he prays for people and they get healed. His face was torn like this. He couldn't talk properly. And Sidrot asked him that, have you not asked God for a miracle? He said, look, I don't need a miracle. He said, I don't need it. He said, because inside of me, I'm whole. This is just my outward appearance. It doesn't stop the power of God from flowing through me. That's someone who knows his God. That's someone who understands that though my outward man perish, but my inward man is renewed day by day. There are certain things that may not happen in your life, in your lifetime. It doesn't stop God from being God in your life. There are certain things you will pray for. You will not get it this year, but God will not stop being God. He doesn't change his potency. He doesn't change his power. He doesn't change who he is. When you understand who he is and you hold on to him, nothing will matter to you. Whether you have it, whether you don't have it, whether they give it to you, whether they don't give it to you, you have a sure word that his word works and it works completely and totally. And nothing will shake that. So the reason you're chasing after God is not so you can get the things that are in his hands. No. No. He said, I've called them that they may be with me. That they may be with me. That's the whole purpose. To be with him. That's the whole purpose. When they came to arrest Jesus, I said, Master, Master, call down angels. Let fire and brimstone come down and consume all of them. He said, you don't understand the spirit that you have. You don't know. It's, it's a small thing for me to call down the angels. But there is a greater purpose in the fact that I must die. And this is the process to my death. So that's more greater than that. Than calling down angels. One of my pastor friend was trying to conceive. And she shared the story with me. That PJ, look, this is what the doctor says. This is what the doctor said. 
And when she was talking to me in Lagos, I looked at her and I said, okay, the doctors are correct. They say, I don't have a womb. They say, I don't have this. I said, you don't need a womb to have a child. Medically, you do. But by the supernatural power of God, you really don't. You should not be bothered about whether you have a womb or not. You should be bothered about the fact that God's word said, I will not be barren. So however he wants to make it work, let him make it work. The doctors are correct. If they say you have a headache, you have a headache. Don't argue with them. But your own is that God's word said so and so. So I'm standing on the word. I'm not denying the fact, but I have a sure reality that is greater than the fact, which is God's word. So I stand on that word regardless. And then my results show up. A few weeks after that, she called me. She said, guess what? I said, what? She said, I'm pregnant. I said, that's what we're talking about. The doctors thought it was a fluke. She got pregnant again, second time. God knows how to mesmerize and just bamboozle the devil. There is a sound of the spirit that you must not miss this season. Above everything, every principle you apply, Every knowledge you get, every calculations you are making this year, there is a sound of the spirit that you must not miss and you must prioritize. Stand to your feet. You must prioritize that in this season, no matter what happens, I will stay with the word. I will stay with prayer in the presence of God and I will hear what he would say to me and I will follow the sound of his spirit no matter where it takes me no matter where the preceding message was brought to you by Kingsword Ministries International for information about Kingsword Ministries visit us at kingsword.org for information and additional resources thank you for listening to this message and remember where the word of a king is there's power.